This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And we are back. Hour number two, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Phil Kirpin joining us now, president of American Commitment. Phil, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Always good. U.S. economy. We're probably doing better than it, although... That's debatable, I guess, depending upon what report you might read from what typical, you know, what different agency wants to give that to you. Yeah, we've had this run of kind of favorable economic headlines, uh, but a lot of uh, sort of softer news behind the headline or below the headline, if you will, which is kind of an interesting situation. And uh, actually, we got kind of not even that great a headline in the the January inflation report. Correct. Pretty significantly higher than uh, most people were expecting, and you know, of course, they report they reported as a 12-month change, but the one-month change of 0.4 annualizes to almost 5%, and so um, we could be seeing a reacceleration here with the Fed moving towards a more accommodative stance. And uh, you know, I think um, you know, there's a good, there's a real danger that this inflationary episode is going to end up being sort of a double peak formation like we had in the 1970s where it comes basically all the way down to 2 or 3%, but then it goes up higher. And you know, the first peak in the 70s was about 9%, and then, of course, it went up into the double digits on the second peak. And I hope that's not where we're headed, but if we have aggressive rate cuts from Powell as a way to try to keep his job and juice the economy for Biden, uh, we could be there next year. And so it, they, that certainly bears watching. And then, of course, we had the GDP report, which uh, supposedly was this great positive beat, but it was driven uh, by government spending, which uh, we're going to pay for one way or another Correct. with higher taxes or with inflation. And so I think there are a lot of problems. You know, you look at the uh, you look at the employment report, the last one, which got all these headlines about being a blockbuster, 350,000 jobs. Well, uh, they also revised away over a million jobs over the past year. So, right. you know, the trend line was still good in the uh, establishment survey, but there was sort of a big stepwise decrease. And then we still have this paradox that the uh, household survey is basically flat, even though we have these big job gains in the employment sur- employers in the uh, establishment survey. And that suggests that these hundreds of thousands of jobs that are being added are mostly people's second and third jobs because the right. number of people in the household survey that say they have a job hasn't gone up. So I think and, I, and by the way, I think that's an accurate an accurate description of actually what's happening. People are figuring out that wait a minute, I can't make ends meet on what I was doing before. I've got to have some extra income to make this all pan out. I just can't afford 
you know, what it once was. Even though my gas tank might be cheaper to fill up now than it was some time ago, the reality is every other expense we have as a family from food, shelter, the gas and light bill, you name it, everything else is ballooning. It's, it's, it's way more money than it once was. Uh, you know, we already know what the numbers are on the credit card debt for the average uh, household and what the percentage rate is as well. Reality is, Phil, a lot of these folks are still struggling and they've had to go get that second or third job to make Ed's meet. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, every survey that I've seen has the same basic fact, the same basic reality, which is people can no longer afford to buy things and to do things that they were able to afford just a couple of years ago. Right. Uh, which is the price, prices have gone up significantly faster than wages and incomes. And uh, even as we've had a little bit of real income growth over the last year, although interestingly it, it tipped uh, negative again for January with that higher inflation, it was actually prices were up more in that month than wages were. So we had a little bit of a run before that of about a year where uh, wages slightly outpaced prices, if you believe the official data, but we're still way in the hole compared to where we were a few years ago. And so people feel that they're falling behind. Uh, They don't feel that they're having you know, that they're on firmer ground, uh, that they're, you know, having improving standards of living, which is what people kind of expect. It's the opposite. Uh, right. We People are generally in a worse state than they were just a few years ago. And that's very tough psychologically, economically, and politically for the incumbent Democratic Party and the president. Uh, I think they've got a real problem with that. And, of course, that's just using the official CPI numbers as the measure. Yeah, of that's not using Main Street numbers. Yeah, nobody, you know, I saw all these things from like Republican campaign accounts and the NRCC and all the, you know, all these PARNC, all these, they were saying, by inflation under Biden is 18% since he took office. And they were plastering this everywhere like it was this killer number. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, 18, nothing's only up 18%. Like every single item in the grocery store is up 30, 40, 50%. Yeah, because if you accumulate that, if you stack it on top of one another, you're 100% correct. That's exactly right. And I don't know why we're not using. You know, some of those talking points. Uh, and, and by the way, Phil, the only thing that's keeping even what we have right now in somewhat of check is the fact that there's other nations around the globe, China being one of them, that's not doing as well. So our oil prices have stayed relatively in check, if you would. Part of that is in spite of this administration, we're producing more oil. And the reality is because the demand is lower in other places. Because let's face it, if oil was up over 120 bucks a barrel, which some people predicted it would be by now, inflation would really not be even what you just mentioned a moment ago. It would be way worse. Yeah, it's a really good point. Uh, you know, the, the Biden administration is trying to have it both ways on energy. Uh, you know, they've got, you know, 100 anti-energy policies of That's all right. sorts, banning export terminals, limiting production, banning leasing. They've just, you know, you know the laundry list, right. Keystone XL on the first day on the job, all of that. And they bragged all their climate friends, we're killing fossil fuels, we're the greatest anti-fossil fuel. But then if you say, hey, is that why prices are so high? They say, we're at record production, we're the most pro-oil and gas. And... You know, the truth is we are at a record uh, production, but it's in spite of, not That's because right. of anything this administration's done. And it's barely a record. We're just a little bit higher than where we were before the lockdowns. And based on the price action that we've seen uh, in the interim and based on the productivity increases we were seeing before Biden took office, we should be two to three million barrels a day higher. Agree. So, yeah, Agree. we've got a record high, but we've only barely had a record high. We should have a much, much higher right. record high if we didn't have bad policies in this administration. But you're right, it is the economic weakness internationally, negative growth in Japan, negative growth in Germany, uh, China slowing dramatically. Uh, that is why prices come down. 
nothing this administration did. In fact, if this administration didn't have all the policies they do, we'd have a lot more domestic production and prices would be yep. significantly lower than they are. I think that's really key. And it's it's interesting that you and I know these things. You and I can articulate this. We've only been talking for about 10 minutes or so, even less than that. We've articulated all sorts of things right now. And I'm not trying to bash our side at all. You know me. I'm a you know true blue conservative. But our messaging at time at times, Phil, and you just mentioned it a moment ago, we, we for some odd reason cannot talk concisely and do this in a way that the average person on the street can understand, which you and I just did. Why do we struggle so much in that area? Uh, you know, I think that um, the Democrats spend a lot of time and effort on figuring out which messages will resonate with people emotionally and then just saying them over and over and over again. Yes, and we act like we're going to like win debates, like we're going to persuade people with reason and facts. And um, people are more persuaded by emotion than they are by facts. And you know, we we got to uh, we we got to put some faces on these issues. You know, we got to find the family that's struggling to pay for the grocery bill, racking up the credit card debt. You know, everyone should have some examples. Everyone running for office should have some examples of people that are being right. hit in their district. That's by right. The squeeze and, and put put a face on it. That's what the Democrats would do if the situation were reversed. Yep. No, you're exactly right. Phil, how do folks find you at American Commitment? I go to AmericanCommitment.org. Okay, perfect. Phil, as always, appreciate you joining us. It's always a joy having you. We can get a lot covered in a short amount of time, and I'm very thankful for that, so appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. You too, Phil. Appreciate it very much. Again, American Commitment, and you can find Phil there. Affordable Interest Mortgages next. Kurt will be joining me here at the top of the hour. We'll get into even some of what we were just talking about with Phil a moment ago in regards to housing, the quote-unquote crisis, what's going to be happening there, what are mortgage rates doing, and so on. We'll talk to Kurt at the top of the hour when he arrives at 5. In the meantime, his number is 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. I told you all yesterday, High Five Plumbing has right now a special deal if you book a service between now and February the 29th. So one week, it's $100 off whatever that service might be. And remember, they'll also handle coming out and just checking to make sure that everything is in order. They'll do an inspection. They'll look in the crawl space under all of your sinks. They'll look in places you don't think of to determine, is there a potential problem? Do we have a potential leak? Do we have something that's corrosive going on? They can look at all of those things and identify this is an area that we ought to probably take care of now so that you avoid problems down the road. That's what High Five can do for you. And once again, $100 off right now as long as you book that service between now and 
and February the 29th. The number again, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You can also find them at klzradio.com or also at rushtoreason.com. But that's $100 off your next service. Book now or book between now and February 29th. Uh, Premier Home Remodels coming up next, and they will help you with whatever you've been thinking about with a remodel. I was talking to Wade today about several different things and some things even that they're now getting into that I'll wait and let them, uh, I want to steal their thunder. I'll let them talk about that next time we're together. But if you need something done when it comes to remodel, give High Five a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels is fully transparent in every aspect of your home remodel. They take customer service to the next level with their online portal, offering you daily updates, progress photos, and even a calendar to track your remodel process. Their portal also allows you to access benchmarks for payments and presents the licenses of each tradesman on site, so you know you're always in safe and skilled hands. And they want you to share design ideas and photos that inspire you so every aspect of the plan is what you want. Premier maintains full transparency by professionally documenting project progress with before and after photos, so you are always up to date. You want a team that will always inform you every step of the way with your remodel. Contact Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com remodel. That's klzradio.com remodel. Alan Davis, Level Engineering, and I've been saying if you've got a commercial building and you op- operate and own that yourself, your business is in it, you could save substantial money, by the way, by doing solar on that building. Find out through Alan how that works for you. Level Engineering, find him at klzradio.com. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com slash solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Again, Kurt Rogers will be joining us at 5 o'clock. We'll get into the mortgage world, what's happening in our housing market, and so on. Before that, though, there's an article today. These are in different places. This one happens to be USA Today. But gun shops that sell the most guns used in crime revealed in a new list. Now, first of all, I don't think this is appropriate mainly because it's not fair to some of the individuals that are some of the stores, I should say, the individuals that own these stores that are listed in this, given they have no control over what happens after that gun leaves their premises. So it would be no different than, you know, America is, and I know this happens, but it's not fair either, but America is fat because of McDonald's or Arby's or Chick-fil-A or I can go down the list. It's no different. It's It's not... It's not a fair depiction of what's going on. No one at the fast food restaurant is force feeding 
these things into these mouths of these individuals to therefore make them fat and unhealthy. No different than a gun store selling a gun that then is out, you know, then goes out and is used in a crime. As long as that gun store did everything that they're supposed to do in their state regarding whatever laws are in that state, I don't think this list should be ever released. But the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearm must think differently because they release these. Over 1,300 outlets targeted by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, the largest sellers, by the way, which, again, some of these, and I, I even hate to list these names because in some cases it's just their sheer size, the fact that they've got stores coast to coast, that they're going to be on this list. It's not a fair depiction of what's going on in these particular stores. I'm going to list it just because it's in the article, but Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's, Rural King, and Sportsman's Warehouse. Now, those four, by the way, are probably, I can't think of any that are larger than those four coast-to-coast that sell guns. There might be some others, but those are four of your largest sellers of guns coast-to-coast. They've got the most stores and Some of the largest stores selection is what I mean when it's all said and done. Now, there's also some lesser well-known stores such as Town Guns in Richmond, Virginia, Ammo Brothers in Ontario, California. There's others listed here as well, and I, I hate to keep going through these because, again, I just don't think it's fair to these individuals. So my point with this is this is a hit piece, plain and simple. And you have to ask the question, what's the ATF doing releasing this in the first place? I realize there's public records and so on, but you then have to ask, did somebody obtain this by a public record request, or did the ATF just shove this out to the media? I don't trust the ATF, by the way, at all. Never have, but I trust him even less now. I don't see much good coming out of the ATF. I'll I'll say it publicly. I have no love for the ATF whatsoever. Do they serve a purpose? In my opinion, no. Others would say, well, yeah, they serve a great purpose. No, they don't. They just make everybody's life miserable. Far more power than they should have. Unelected bureaucrats that run around, pump their chest out, and make things happen at times that frankly shouldn't. I have no love for the ATF at all, whatsoever. So, somebody did say the release of store names is inappropriate and counterproductive, according to the National Shooting Sports Foundation. That's who said that, Larry Keene. Same thing I'm questioning. In fact, he questioned, did the ATF break a law by even releasing this? I don't think the ATF cares, by the way. All the more reason why I have no use for them whatsoever. The criteria for being included on the list is relatively simple. At least, at least 25 guns traced to a crime over a year that were purchased within the past three years. So three years worth of sales and 25 of those, 25 sales in those three years that then get used in a crime over the period of a year gets you on the list. And keep in mind, people, these are not illegal gun sales that are happening. These are legal sales done according to what the ATF has, or that particular state has put into place. The ATF, of course, checks those. 
This is just a bunch of nonsense. And frankly, I don't feel like this is anybody's business. So that's my frustration with lists like this. Brad and Lakewood, you're next. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you for taking my phone call. Yeah, uh, here's the latest stump where the Republican Party really blew it. They decided to expel George Santos. Yep, talked about that yesterday, Brad. The Republicans and those folks on that side of the aisle are morons. Well, it, it's even worse than what we think, because not only did the Democrats pick up a seat, but we wasted $10 million. Uh, this is money that could have been used yep. towards the fall election, yep. towards President Trump. And yep. uh, the main problem is uh, the NASA, NASA County Republican Party. I called them up today and tried to explain that to them. Uh, they hung up on me quite quickly. Another disappointment is that Monica, Monica de la Cruz, I... She voted to expel Santos. I called up the D.C. office and her Texas office, and both times they hung up on me. So they must be getting a lot of phone calls. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, this was a really, really, really dumb move, Brad. We, I mean, you and I talked about this in the past. But I'll be honest with you, Brad. There's some people in the state of Colorado in the Republican Party that probably rejoiced at the fact we were going to expel Santos. Which, which is a bad move. And then I'll... People keep uh, referring to Santos as a crook, and I tried to explain to them, you're not a crook unless you're convicted. Yeah, I was going to say, nothing's ever been proven along those lines. So, you know, is the guy a liar? Yeah, we already know that, Brad. And I, am I a fan? And, you, and, you know, I know you're not either. I'm not a fan of Santos and the way that he did things, but I would rather have him than what we're going to have now. Oh, I agree. Now, if, if Santos really wanted to be vindictive, and it sounds like he's a— Pointing out a lot of the faults of the Republican Party, somebody refers to him as the wrong person. Referred to him as a crook. Could they be in legal trouble? That I'm not an attorney. I can't. I don't know, Brad. I have no idea. No they clue. Gotta be, they got to be real careful. I think you have to be careful of 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 accusing somebody of something that they've never been, you know, tried and are guilty of. And then uh, when I called Ryan Zinke's office, they tried to explain to me Congress has a different uh, form of investigating people. And you don't necessarily have to be convicted, but nonetheless, they didn't complete their investigation either. Either way, Brad, bad move on the part of those hardcore righties that are out there in D.C. to do what they did. Bad move. Stupid move. Not even a bad move, just an unintelligent, stupid move. And then uh, the office of De La Cruz tried to tell me that uh, I should be contacting Brittany Patterson because she's my representative. Well, She's not going to help you. Uh, Monica De La Cruz, her district is Texas. What 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 business does she have, a, have up in the third district of New York? Shouldn't she be worrying about her own district? Precisely. Yes, precisely. On the same token, though, Brad, I mean, how much did you see our own Colorado GOP when it came to some of this? How much you know? How much did you hear them talking about this and what a bad move this was? I haven't heard a peep. Neither have I. I mean, I only hear about it on like on Bannon, your show, uh, Charlie Kirk. Those are the yeah, you're not, you're not going to hear it coming out of our own state GOP because, you know, they, they've got in their mind other fish to fry, i.e., let's use the GOP list to make sure Dave Williams stays on or, you know, gets, gets on the CD5 uh, bandwagon. Let's make sure he wins the primary. In other words, let's be the chair, but let's use the own resources that I'm now in charge of that no one else, by the way, gets to, gets to have and to hold. But you know what, Brad, because he's chair, he can do so. I mean, it is such a convoluted mess here in Colorado right now that I, I don't know where we go from here. It's absolutely, re- it's absolutely a train wreck. And another problem we as Republicans have is that we spend too much time worrying about the Democrats. Do I've 
often told many of these people, we need to hold the Republicans to the same standard we judge the Democrats by, and we need to worry about our side of the street before we worry about the person across the street. We spend too much time criticizing yep. the Democrats. Can't argue that. Then we do the exact same thing ourselves. Yep, I cannot argue that. It's one of the things I've been on such a big bandwagon on here, Brad, the last two months especially when it comes to our GOP in Colorado, what's going on with Dave Williams, the lies that he has told regarding the budget at the GOP, You know what was left behind with KBB, which I'm not a big fan of either, so everybody knows that on the, on the front side. In fact, I haven't been a big fan of any chair in, in recent history, but the reality is, Dave, or the reality is, uh, Brad, this particular GOP chair, Dave Williams, is literally lying to all of the people. I, I don't like the guy. I think he's very deceptive. He's never held a real job. Another problem I have with most politicians, and he fits right into that same category. How in the world he got elected GOP chair is nothing other than a bunch of rabid Trump onlyers on our side of the of the fence that voted for him, thinking he was going to somehow fix the GOP. But all he's done is turned into a bigger disaster. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't. And uh, we keep. I go to these uh, Republican groups and. The, the leaders of the groups have told me they've continually asked Dave Williams to be a guest speaker, and he never responds or shows up. Dave is a crumb, period, Brad. I have no other word for it. He is deceptive. He is a liar. He is a user of people. He is not out for what's best for this party in this particular state, no matter what anybody else says. He needs to drop out of the race and of the GOP chair Immediately, but it's not going to happen because his ego and who he's looking out for, which is himself, will not allow that to happen, Brad. Yeah, it's too bad it has to be like that. But uh, and, and, in, and in turn, Brad, he's screwing up our party. Not that it wasn't already screwed up, but he's making it far worse. It's going to take us now years, if not a decade, to recover from what's going on right now in Colorado. Do you think we'll ever be able to recover from this mess, or do you think we're just a lost cause? No, I mean, you know, I am a believer that good leaders can always step in and revitalize things. Trump did that when he was president, so can that happen? Absolutely, but it takes really good, strong, solid leadership. The biggest thing we're up against in Colorado is all of these—I'm going to call it this—all of these inbreds— I'm going to call it what it is, Brad. These inbred uh, folks that are in the political party on that political hard right, all of the folks that are inbred there that won't get out of the way, they're the biggest problem we've got and somehow have to get those folks to either be removed or changed. Otherwise, yeah, we're dead as a party. You mean like Dick Wadhams? No, actually, I'm going to go to the other extreme. Dick, is, and I never thought I'd say that, Brad. Dick isn't the problem. It's the hardcore righties that elected Dave Williams in that are the problem. I see. That's the no, issue. Dick Wadhams, I never thought I'd say that because I'm not a Dick Wadhams fan at all, but he's not the issue. The rhinos aren't the issue. It's the hardcore righty, only Trumpers. You can't ever say anything bad about Trump. You can't say anything bad about Dave Williams. Those people are the problem. Yeah, and Trump has made a number of good endorsements, but he's made some really bad endorsements. Uh, personally, in Montana, I would support Matt Rosendell over Tim Sheehy, but uh, Trump seems to think Tim Sheehy's the guy. Well, if for no other reason he's backed by Mitch McConnell, 
that tells me to vote for Matt Rosendale. Yeah, biggest problem I feel Trump has, Brad, and, and again, I love the guy. We'll vote for him. He's going to be our guy. He, I mean, I, I, I voted today. I put my... My, you know, my, my fill in the blank or, you know, my fill in the box right next to his name. So for all of you listening, yes, that's exactly how I voted. I did vote for Trump and I will continue to do so and support him all the way through, Brad. I have no problem doing that. But does he make some really dumb moves at times? And yes, and, and here's the reason why, Brad, in my opinion, and I don't think I'm wrong in this. He has nothing but yes men around him. He's got bad advisors. It's the same reason why when he asked what he's going to, what he's going to do with the you know, VP nominee, he basically says, well, I really don't think it's that big of a deal because really nobody really votes for that person. They're really voting for just president. Well, unless your name is Donald Trump, then the VP choice is huge. Brad, he has bad advisors around him, and that's a problem. Well, I agree because uh, Reagan didn't really want Bush Sr. during 1980, but he brought him in because he would bring in votes. Correct, so, and that's what, and that's exactly what needs to be happening right now with Donald Trump. I agree. And uh, earlier today on Bannon, they had Andy Biggs on, and and I only heard a part of the interview, so I might be off a little. But he claims that the Republican leadership is ready, good and ready to do another CR that'll go to the end of the year with with very little border security in it again, and that doesn't surprise me one bit in the least either. Uh, and it seems to me. They take a 10-day vacation at least once a month. Do, do they ever do any work? Brad, again, we all thought by getting rid of McCarthy and putting our new Speaker of the House in, it would solve all the problems. He was going to be the savior, blah, 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 blah. Tell me what's different today, Brad, than what it was under McCarthy. It's, it's, I think it's actually worse. Thank you. And, uh, and, and again, uh, by the way, our state GOP was behind that same move. And one thing about Kevin McCarthy, they said he was a little bit willing to work with the Republicans, the conservatives on the Rules Committee, and I believe one of the rules was if the majority of the majority didn't want anything, they wouldn't bring it to the floor. But what Mike Johnson does is he spends the rules, then he goes to the Democrats and, make, and makes a deal with them. Uh, it's, uh, that's, a, that's a major reason why I think uh, Mike Johnson is uh, far worse than McCarthy. But when I try to tell that to people, these some Republican groups, uh, they just get infuriated. Oh, I'm sure they do. No, Brad, I'm sure. In fact, there's probably people listening to me right now that are infuriated by what I'm saying as well. Don't care. I'm going to keep saying it, Brad, because, again, our party in the state of Colorado, because of how, how, how far right, and, and I'm, you know me, Brad, I'm as conservative as conservative will get. I am one of those guys that it's, you know, it's, it's party over person. I'll always be that way. I'm going to do whatever I can to move the, the conservative football forward. That's who I am. But I'm telling you what, here in the state of Colorado, Brad, we have got some folks that are on the hardcore right end of it that don't understand even what I just said. Well, I'm on the hardcore right, too, but I half of what I want is better than yeah, what I want. Yeah, but you're not on the hardcore right of the individuals I just said where it's even a Dave Williams or, or bus sort of a thing. You're, you're not that guy, Brad. No, but I, I'm, I'm still hardcore right, but I'm so willing am to I. compromise. I, I, well, I'm a hardcore righty, Brad, that wants to win. That's the difference between me and the people that I'm talking about. They have no idea what it takes to win, nor do they care. And here's two good examples where issues that the Republicans could be running on, which would benefit both Democrats, Independents, and Republicans, is when they wanted to do that unrealized gains tax where they would tax your... Yep, yep. So why aren't we... And then weren't they trying to do unrealized gains on your house? Now, that would benefit... A lot of Democrats, 
might not support the Democrats if they realize that. So why aren't the Republicans out pushing that issue? Dave or, or Brad, why are we not pushing more of the immigration issue like you just said a moment ago? That's another one that we can win across party lines all day long on. There is many an issue. You just named two of them that, that we we have got to figure out how to make this happen, Trump included. And, and, the, and I'll say this in closing. The other thing Trump has got to stop doing, whether you believe in it, whether you don't believe in it, it doesn't matter. Stop talking about the last election and the steal. Move on. Lick your wounds. Quit talking about it and just win this next one. But quit belaboring that. No one cares anymore. I agree. And then he should be attacking Democrats, but he spends all his time attacking Nikki Haley. I know. Nikki Haley is not a factor. And on top of that... We're going to need the supporters of Nikki Haley's and DeSantis to vote for us. In yes, November. we are. It's time to start bringing them into the fold, Brad. You're 100 percent correct. Absolutely. So why does he? Why does he keep calling Nikki Haley names? That's just going to infuriate the people. I don't that, know that, that like her that were willing to vote for Trump in the fall. But it, it, now a Democrat can get away with that. Democrats can call each other. They can. Every name we the can't though. So. Uh, and Trump can't figure that out. Uh. No, he cannot. And again, I go back to because he has bad advisors. Brad, I'll leave it at that. Thank you. Always a great call. Enjoy talking to you. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Talk to Al Smith today. Find him at klzradio.com. You need Al Smith's strategy to help you maximize your retirement savings. Your grandparents' retirement was simpler than yours. And years ago, companies managed pensions for employees, and there wasn't much for the retiree to decide. Things have changed, and now it's much more important for you to use a carefully thought-out market strategy. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial helps you make the right calls at the right time to maximize your retirement in this new reality. Al helps you by minimizing tax liability, protecting against inflation, and using specialized tools to stay prepared. He doesn't just use an investing program and set it and forget it. He learns all about you your goals, and your needs, and Al develops a customized strategy. Don't be passive about your retirement. Contact Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com slash money to start strategizing today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, KNR Home Transitions. You hear me talk about them a lot, how they reduce stress, how they'll be right there with you. They'll be your guard dog and bird dog, whether you're looking to buy a home or sell a home, whatever it happens to be. And there's a lot of factors that go into all of that. And you all know what that is. And no, realtors don't just sit around, make a few phone calls and call it good. There's a lot of work that goes into you buying a home or you selling your current home. They have a re-up program as well that might be an entertaining thing for some of you where you need a remodel on the home but can't afford to do so. But you know you can maximize it by actually making that happen. Lots of factors go into that. And the bottom line is you need them both, Cat and Robin, on your side. You get two realtors for the price of one, 720-437-8210. 720-437-8210 is how you call them. You can also find them at klzradio.com. On top of that, Genesis 13 Electric. If you've got an electrical problem with your home of any type at all, they're there to help you. Genesis 13, find them at klzradio.com. <laughs> You just bought a gorgeous new electric vehicle, but you're not sure how you're going to charge it at home. There are handyman electricians offering to install it for cheap, but Genesis 1-3 Electric is licensed and certified. 
and they know the best practices to do it right without the risks. Genesis 1-3 will also come and inspect your home prior to your EV purchase to make sure that you have the infrastructure to handle it. They'll check your wiring, panel, and all parts of your electrical system to make sure you're ready to charge your vehicle the right way. Genesis has been around for over a decade, and they were some of the first electricians to dive into EV charging, getting tech certified to learn the details. KLZ listeners will enjoy $150 off of an EV charger installation when you call and mention KLZ at 883-236-6797 to get the best install available. Call Genesis at 883-236-6797. All right, Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. Find out if a reverse mortgage would work for you. Give him a call today. Find him at klzradio.com. A reverse mortgage can make sense for you if you are properly prepared. KLZ's reverse mortgage professor, Bruce Simmons, can help make sure you are ready. Many things you do not need to do first, like paying your bills off first or making certain repairs. And sometimes you will need to shore up some things on the home title or a repair that Bruce knows will be needed for the appraisal. The point is you can be prepared for a reverse mortgage and move now rather than waiting. In an interest rate increasing environment, acting quicker rather than later puts more money in your pocket. Call Bruce Simmons for a free consultation at 303-467-7821. That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. And MLS 409914, American Liberty Mortgage, is an equal housing lender. Pastors and children's ministry workers, would you like to make your vacation Bible school or summer camp a hit this year? It's time to bring in a show that your kids and guests will never forget. Hi, I'm Tom Lozano. For 30 years, I have been entertaining kids with puppets and gospel magic, and it's all done with a focus on sharing the truth of the Bible. That's my mission. I teach kids about God with fun and laughter. But at the end of the show, it can get serious with an opportunity for the kids in your program to ask Jesus into their lives or renew their commitment to Jesus. And there is no cost to churches for my show. Are you interested in finding out more? Check out my site at klzradio.com forward slash citykids. My gospel presentations are perfect for elementary age kids, and there is no charge to churches. Let's make your summer plans a game changer for these kids' lives. Go to klzradio.com forward slash citykids. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Brad, again, thanks for calling and the conversation about Dave Williams. I figured somebody would text me about that because some of you don't like the fact that I am not a Dave Williams fan. And no, I am not. I am not a fan of people that abuse their power and lie. And yes, that's exactly what he's doing. I did an entire hour, Andy and I did, a couple of Tuesdays ago where I broke down the entire FEC report, Federal Election Committee report, which shows where all of the dollars coming in are. And by the way, there were, there were mistakes in that. There's even been some money that came in that they didn't even have on that report that even made some things different than what they are today. Not worse, but better. Better as in there was more money that came in but they didn't have that on their report. So some of that's even been fixed and I have not recapped that doesn't matter. Bottom line is I went back through that report, explained it in depth in that entire hour that we did with Andy. And I was very slow 
and went through that entire report in regards to monies that had come in versus monies that had gone back out, questioned several things that are happening inside of the party itself in regards to the money that's being spent, where it's being spent, and so on. And I also went through how this claim of of there being no money in the bank when he took over from the previous administration, that's not what the report says. I don't have the financials or, you know, the, the bank account itself. I've not looked at that, so I can't say with certainty that there was money there. But the FEC report, which is what goes in, is turned in. It's, it's a law that has to be accounted for and turned in. According to that report, it's a fabrication. It's a lie that says there was no money when he took over. If there's one thing in life that I'm really good at is looking at financials. I do it daily. I coach businesses. I look at my own, and I do this on an ongoing, regular basis. I'm not an accountant, but I can sure read all the reports. And by the way, I can tell most accountants what to do and not do, even though I'm not one. And I can also look at a report and tell you when things aren't right and when they are. It's what I do for a job, folks. So if there's one thing that this particular group probably didn't count on was somebody like me coming along that could actually read these reports, decipher what's going on, and explain it on air, which I can do very easily, and I did. I spent a whole hour on it. So those of you that are saying that I'm wrong in my thought process with Dave, prove me wrong, because so far no one has, including Dave himself. There's a lot of talk that comes out of our current GOP chair and that particular executive committee, and it's all talk. I've laid it out. Anyone that wants to debate me on what I laid out for that entire hour and where the money's actually at, be my guest. And I'm guessing the reason why no one has and no one's challenged me on that yet is because I'm right, and they're not. Once again, folks, there's very, you know, there's things I, I don't know a lot about. I'll be the first to tell you. We talk to Dr. Kelly every week. I don't know her world at all. I don't know the medical community like she does or like Steve does. I know the business world, and I know the financial world very well. And I can look at a financial statement and tell you what's going on with it. Well, the other thing, I didn't mention this the other day on that Tuesday when we went through things. I find it really strange. Not, there's nothing criminal here, but it's very strange that Dave, to get paid by the GOP, has his own consulting firm. So he pays himself through the consulting firm. Fine, I don't have any issues with that. But then he also charges the GOP here in Colorado for his mileage, which I just look at and say either he's really stupid and doesn't understand accounting and how that works because you really should be doing that all through your own consulting company. Rarely do you charge somebody a consulting fee and then mileage on top. It's usually all wrapped into one because if you're doing the consulting company correctly and you're running that the way you should, you would be handling all of your vehicle expenses in that manner and not billing mileage. So again, folks, you can tell me I'm wrong all day long. Prove me. I don't think you can. On top of that, Dave is employing a woke company to do his fundraising for the GOP. And I went through that on that same day as well. So if you don't believe me, go look those things up for yourself and you'll prove that I'm wrong. There's a Black Lives Matter statement on the page, on the website, I should say, of the company Dave is employing to do fundraising for the state of Colorado. So all of you that are big Dave Williams fans, tell me how that works for you. 
Tell me how that works. Somebody says I should sit down and talk to him directly. I've asked. I'm not going to call Dave directly. It's not my place. If Dave wants to have a conversation on or off air, my, my door is always open. And I've said that numerous times. Here's the problem, though, and this is to you, the texter that's texting. I don't think Dave will because he knows he's wrong. He cannot defend himself on the things that I'm telling you guys. So why would he reach out and have a conversation with me when he's wrong? And when he can't, he can't reverse the things that I'm saying. See, folks, that's what happens. And that's where Brad was even talking a moment ago about how there's times you have to call our side out, and I am. The problem is it's indefensible. That's why they're not defending themselves. So I'm not against Dave personally, but I'm against what he's doing to the party. And as a Colorado native, I'm very upset about that because he's doing more damage to the party than good. And I hope all of you that are texting me, and I love each and every one of you, but you're looking at that with rose-colored glasses. You need to look at it the same way I am, openly, not prejudging anything, but literally looking at what's happening. And in Dave's case, the other thing that's happening is he's breaking the bylaws as we speak. You cannot be endorsing someone, i.e. himself, running for an office and using the GOP's office itself to help you in that campaign. That's against the bylaws. He's picking favorites. He's also picked favorites when it comes to Trump. Even before the primary is over, and I just got the ballot in the mail a few days ago, I voted this morning, he's endorsed Trump on the front side even though he's not won the primary yet. That's another violation of the bylaws. So, folks, you can keep defending him all you want, but he's violating so many different things. How can you trust someone that violates those things? He's breaking every law of leadership there is, by the way. Every law. I'll leave it at that. American National Insurance is next. Paul Lewinberger, my agent, would love to help you with your insurance needs, whatever they might be. Home, auto, you name it, 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner. I read something this morning, too, to where, man, people are really behind when it comes to having their estate in order. Don't let that be you. Call Michael today. Find him at klzradio.com. Mobile estate planner Michael Bailey knows that it is critical to update your estate plan, especially after all of the reminders that the holidays bring. Take Tom, for example. His estate plan used to be simple. 50% of his wealth went to his son, Alex, and the other 50 went to his wife. But then Alex came home for Christmas and told everyone that he's a communist. He even decorated the tree with hammer and sickle ornaments, and he gave everyone a copy of the Communist Manifesto. You love him, but you can't trust that if you die tomorrow, he won't give all your money and belongings away. 
You're certain that someday he'll grow out of it, but today is not that day. So reach out to Michael Bailey today at klzradio.com estate to cut Alex off for a while. Maybe leave him a box of pencils since he likes things that only work on paper. That address again is klzradio.com estate. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, second location to service you up in Fort Collins. They'll take care of your vehicle as far as all of its service needs are concerned or sell you a new used car. You name it, they'll do it all. RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning may be one thing you've been looking at and putting off. They've got financing available, and that is if you want to put a whole new furnace in and or AC unit, they can do it all. Find them at klzradio.com. You never know what you're getting into when it comes to an HVAC system in a newly leased tenant-finished office space or store. But Cub Creek Heating and AC does. Cub Creek can be your company's heating and AC manager, so you can give back to business now. They follow a rigorous quarterly 21-point inspection proactively preventing you from losing heating or cooling. Most HVAC companies have different teams for furnaces and air conditioners, but with Cub Creek, you get both in one team, so they get to know your entire system better. Cub Creek doesn't just swing by and change your filters occasionally. They understand your particular needs and equipment, so they'll be better able to prevent outages that cost you big time. Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC are fully licensed and all techs are NATE certified. Commercial financing is available, so call Cub Creek Heating and AC today at klzradio.com slash HVAC and get back to business. All right, Roof Savers of Colorado is next. Dave Hart, and as I look at these commercial roofs, they need attention at times as well, and Dave can do all of that and more. Commercial, residential, you name it, Dave is there for you, 303-710-6916. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. 
Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And I know some of you probably feel like I shouldn't come down as hard on our side at times as I should. But what I've said all along, and I will continue to be this way, I will call out things no matter what side of the aisle they are on. I feel like that's my job to do. And when something isn't going a particular way, I'm not going to look the other way. It's just not the way things should work, especially when it comes to key leadership positions in our party and what's going on on the other side. I mean, I called out the ATF earlier for releasing the data on, you know, where certain guns are sold and the crimes that are committed with those guns and so on. I mean, that is completely wrong, shouldn't have happened. I'll call those guys out all day long. But I'll also call out our side when we don't think do, when we don't do things correctly. How can I not, folks? How would that be fair as a host to only call out one side and not the other. And for all of you that are on the left, I would hope that you would see by now that I'm pretty fair in all of this. I will call it out as needed on an ongoing basis. I've called out things that Trump doesn't do the right way. I've called out things that our current GOP in Colorado don't do correctly. I call out things constantly, uh, you know, when it comes to that side of, you know, when it comes to our side of the fence, I call out the other side as well. I, I think that's what keeps it balanced and I hope makes this rush to reason and not just rush to judgment. I want to be reasonable and look at everything correctly so that as you guys go through life and start deciphering things, you can see it the same way I do. The one question I still have when it comes to Dave is just who in the world voted for this guy? Did you all just vote on emotions that day at assembly, or did you really look at what was going on? I mean, again, I went back and looked at Dave's history. He's never had a job outside of politics. How does that make him qualified to be GOP chair? This stuff just baffles me. And some of you listening are the ones that voted for him, and I've yet to hear from any of you as to why you did. I just don't—you had better choices— I won't get into all of what happened at assembly and the people that were there, but you had better choices, but this is the choice you chose. And now you have a guy violating your own bylaws, and the answer is they don't matter anyway. So why does it matter? That's the answer from Dave, by the way. They don't matter. These bylaws don't mean anything. It doesn't matter. Who cares? That's his answer, by the way. And if you that are out there voted for him, if that's good enough for you, we have a real problem. Because that's not good enough for me, by the way. All right. I'll change topics. Kurt Rogers here. We're going to talk about the mortgage world, the construction loan world, uh, the bridge loan world, what's happening with real estate in Colorado. You name it. We're going to cover it all. We'll be right back. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.